Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Well, hello, beloveds. It is Friday. The weekend is upon us, and I am very, very excited because we have a show me the ring. I haven't done one of these in a minute and not because I don't want to, because you guys know that I love talking about diamonds. You know that I love love, but you know, I have to have people around me that are getting engaged. And over the summer, early fall, I got to bump into someone that I've actually known for quite a while. And she is a fellow radio, wonderful person. And she got engaged and I was like, Oh my God. Yay. I wanted to reach out to her and ask her if she would talk about her amazing ring. I got to see this sucker in person. Oof, It's a beauty. Um, and she's a beautiful person too. So you guys say hi to my friend, Holly. She is a mama radio personality. She's one half of the Miguel and Holly show. She's right now in North Carolina, but she's been all over. She's kind of a big deal in my book. So hi, lady. Hello. Well, that was a lovely intro. <laughs> hey, well, it's all true because, you know, we keep it real around here and really Riley. Um, we do. I was very, very, very excited to see you over the summer or whatever like month that was because Lord, things are blurred since then. But I know. Isn't it crazy? Like it just what day is it right now? I couldn't believe that we're almost at Halloween. I was I like, wait, did we even do any of October? Like I threw my decorations up at some point. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. It's crazy. They've already got Christmas up. I'm like, what the hell? We haven't even gotten to Thanksgiving yet. Chill, friends. Chill. I'm saying. I'm saying. (laughs) Well, usually I do these, like I said, like with people that, you know, are listeners or, you know, just people that randomly email me. But I happen to know you because this is insanity. We've known each other for almost eight years. That's a long time. I know. Like, so when I first met Holly, um, we were doing a panel together at Morning Show Boot Camp, like the boot camp that I talked about on the podcast a couple down. And we, like, when you do a panel together, you kind of, like, know who's there, but you don't really get to know them, like, on a personal level at first. But then I remember you being so damn kind. And this just goes to show you that like a lot of women in the industry still actually support each other. And she, I remember you came up to me and you're like, you know, you look so good for just having had a baby. Cause I think I was, God, I don't know. He was like six, seven months old, maybe. Yeah. Yes. He was small. And I'm, I was like, I don't even know how you're here because <laughs> when I had my daughter and she's 10 now, 
when I had my daughter, I did, I don't think I left the house for like a year. Like yeah. I was just not well. And you're over here on a panel and you're looking like a million bucks. And I was like, I don't know how you're pulling this off right now, but it's amazing that you are. So kudos. <laughs> In all actuality, people ask me about that time. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't do it over. You know what I mean? Like I, I blocked yeah. out a lot of that shit, single mom style. And, you know, I just think that both of us were in very different places in life then. And it's really cool to feel that full circle moment because I don't think I've seen you in person for God, at least a handful of those years. And yeah, yeah, I have obviously in radio, we like follow each other. And like when you know somebody and you meet them, they become kind of like part of your radio circle. So I think I had seen that you'd gotten engaged literally like, or at least I had seen the posting about it like a couple of days before I saw you at boot camp, And I think I might've squealed when I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. Like it's so annoying, but I just really am. But that was awesome though, because like you kind of want that. Like when you have a really big piece of news to share, um, you, you're excited and it's just, it's really like comforting almost when yeah. someone else shares that excitement. Thank you for making me not feel like one of those idiots because I know that sometimes in life, you know, people are not happy for you when you go through that stuff. Like I remember when I first got engaged twice to that person I didn't marry, thank God. I was in a space when people would get around me that would get engaged before me. I was a little brat about it back then because I was like, it's never going to happen for me. And blah, blah, and that's blah. the thing. And it's a, it's a psychological thing. I Trust me, Miguel, my co-host, mm -hmm. was that person until he met his now husband. And oh. so he would always be like, must be not. He was the must be nice guy. And oh, I'd be like, no. listen, you, you got to give people like, you know, they're not doing this to hurt you. But if you're in that mindset, it can be painful. Absolutely. So when you share the story and people are excited for you, um, it's just a really cool, like, you know, moment of connection, I guess. Yeah. And you officiated his wedding, which was a beautiful moment, I'm sure. Like, and I'm sure that like now he probably feels differently about it. Like, I think that everybody goes through their ebbs and flows with how they feel about joys and pits and falls in everybody else's life. But like the thing that I had to come to terms with, and I always talk about this in my manifestation seminars, that like once I switched my mindset to just being happy in the everyday, that's when all the shit started unfolding. So now when I see people getting their happy ever after, I'm like, fuck yeah, it happens, I swear. <laughs> you know, it's, yes, yes. it's a joyous thing. And that's really what this whole show me to the ring thing started with. Like when I was on air and people would be like, oh, I got engaged. And they would call on the show for What's Good Wednesday. And I'd be like, show me the ring. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, that Riley's just so materialistic. And I was like, no. I was telling Holly before the podcast, for those of you that are new around here, that like this was born because of the fact that at one point I wanted to be a gemologist. I always loved vintage jewelry. When I was a young girl, I didn't go to Claire's in the mall for my prom jewelry. I was scouring the vintage shops in Goodwill because I just loved that story. And I think the coolest thing about jewelry, especially ones that hold such a great promise, is that there's a story behind it. And there's a story that can be behind it for generations to come. Especially with that rock you got, lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I love it. Personally, I love it. But yes, you're so right. You're, you're really right. He did really, really well. And I'm not going to say this in a biased sense because we kind of have similar rings, but... I think right. No, we do. Which it blew me away when I when I like, you know, when we saw each other and there was lots of squealing and embracing. <laughs> I was like, you're like, let me see. And so I showed you and then I, and I saw it on your hand and I was like, oh, my God, 
do do we have similar looking rings? Well, we obviously just have good taste. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know about you, but like when we were going through the, you know, lovey-dovey phase of talking about stuff, you know, because my first ring was a princess cut and, uh, you know, that's coming. Those fancy cuts are coming back now. But I remember thinking like, I want something classic, pretty with a little twist of like a little bit of modern but something that I can wear with a wedding band or I can wear my wedding band by myself, by itself, that was like really important to me that it wasn't something that was going to be so contemporary that in 10 years I was going to look at it and go, ugh, why? Yeah, man, that is the same with me too because when, and this is actually, so sidebar, we'll probably get to this, but I actually went along to pick out my ring. Yes, tell me about that. I love this. I love this so much. Yeah, and so that's actually part of the, um, which I'll tell you the, the proposal story, but that's part of the story is, um, you know, we're both not 20. Mm-hmm. I wasn't <laughs> like, either. I get it. <laughs> right. And so, and also I had been married previously. So right. I was like, this is not my first rodeo. Okay. Like, and he knew too, um, you know, I had some thoughts about my, my previous wedding ring. It was fine. You know, when you are in your twenties and everything, but yeah. I was like, I obviously I didn't have a hand in picking that. And I was like, I get the, I get the wanting to be like a huge surprise and like a big thing. But also I was like, let's be real with each other, you know, to my fiance. I was like, I want to love what I'm wearing every day and I want to be proud of it. And I want to show it off. And I want to, every time I use my hands, which is like a million times a day, I want to see it and be like, yes. So knowing that when he proposed, um, we decided we were going to look at the ring together after the fact. And so that's what we did. And when we went to the store, um, found this fantastic uh, person to help us at the store, like a salesman who uh, was an actually an older gay gentleman, which I Ooh, also love yeah. because he was like helping with this, like filling in all the holes in the story and like explaining what people think they want versus because I'll be honest, I don't know anywhere near as much as what you know about all <laughs> yeah. that stuff. And so he was actually that person for me who was helping me make decisions because um, I'm kind of like a, like an earthy person at yeah. this point in my life where I really get into like crystals and moon water and all this. <laughs> right. And so I was like, how can I make a connection to that? Is that special? He's like, well, yes. But so you know, obviously that kind of lends itself to something classic because it's, you know, you come back to like the center, you come back to Mm. something that's timeless. And we walked through a bunch of different bands. And in the end, I was like, you know what, I really do just want something that is timeless. And it's not going to be like 10 years from now, me being looking at my past self going, well, that was cute for five years. And now we still have it. Yeah. I mean, I totally feel you on that because it's just like when you, this is so embarrassing. I've had many, many a promise rings before. And it was like when people would look at that's bad. I told you my dating past is terrible, but it was like the feeling of, this sounds very pompous, but the feeling of like loving the ring versus like, I'm going to like it because he put it on my finger and I don't want him to feel bad. There is all that. And I, I understand there's merit that, but when you're a woman, older, not getting, we're not that old, but you know what I mean? Like 
sure of yourself? I'm older than, you know, yes, you've grown into yourself. I mean, shit, I was 40 when I walked down the aisle for the very first time. So it's like, you know, I, I know who I am and I know what I want. And I gander you're exactly the same way that it's just like, I don't know that I love the stigma of women feeling bad for wanting a hand in the ring. For most men, it could be the most important and the most expensive purchase that they ever make, aside from like a house and a car. Um, probably more important than those things because you'll keep each one of them longer. Um, but yeah. I just think there's nothing wrong with you wanting to have a hand in that. Like my husband, very much so when we, you know, we've talked about this story on the air that like, you know, we had a snafu with my original ring that, you know, mm-hmm. the jeweler like lied or whatever. And he just wanted me to be happy and I wanted him to be happy. Well, he was just like, I want you. I basically said, I want to have the piece that you originally intended for me. And that's why we found a vintage stone. So I completely feel this whole moment of let's do it together because we're going to walk into life together and we're going to make all of these decisions and let's face it you have been married before I've been married for five minutes the decisions get harder after that so if you can't have those open conversations I'm not saying it's a horrible thing because some men might be traditional I'm just saying it's you know each not a bad thing yes yeah yeah so that's why I I, and he was super you know I don't want to say respectful of that, but he was really on board with it, I guess I yes. should say, because he's like, I'm not wearing this. I, I want you to absolutely love what you're wearing. And so that's why we uh, went that route. And mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like, I didn't get the shock of like the box opening. up. No, I kind of did because obviously um, they, it wasn't ready right away. Like yeah. they had a custom make it. And so, you know, I got impatient in the weeks that it took. I was like, is it here yet? Is it here yet? He's like, do you think I'm going to tell you when it comes in? And I was like, oh, no, probably not. So I got like a a second mini proposal in my kitchen when he did get the ring. I'm not either. Oh, my God. We're so like, like Marshall did the same thing once it came in. We were in the park with my son because Malin wasn't around yet. And he we were just chit chatting and he opened it up and he was like, hey, will you marry me? again you know like he asked again and I was like you know like the sunshine hit the ring and I was like oh my god so I just basically put that out there you know a lot of times because that whole old school way of thinking that it has to be that way like it doesn't make your proposal any less special so I always like to talk about the specs of the ring and all I saw was she's like I don't know like you just said I don't know as much as you do but like as a I sound like such a stalker like I looked at it a little bit longer than most people would look at a ring because I'm just that ring weirdo. <laughs> you, well, you like to do it. Listen, I love this hyper-focus. Like, I think it's so genuine and interesting. So you tell me, like, what are <laughs> what are your questions? Like, it's round. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> from what I have seen and what I know about jewelry, so it is either 14 karat white gold or platinum. I'm not sure because you... It's white gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it is probably around two carats i'm assuming that it's like around that like same size yep. as mine because like mine was sure 1.80 and i was like that's a that's a rock i see you yeah it's it's two carats which is blo- it's blowing my mind so <laughs> yes um amazing and you know so it's the two carat stone in the middle which is really like okay so this is my turn to be like a little selfish and crazy for a second i was Go like i want I, like let's just spend the money on the rock because yes. I want pe- I want it to be like the showstopper Absolutely. like Holly O'Connor got that showstopper and then whatever the band whatever but the band is great too I love it because mm-hmm. she's got um so they're not channel set they're just diamond bands set in their own individual prongs down the side like um mine because everybody's you know seen my ring all over because I'm an idiot and I, I showed it off way too much when I first got it mine are a little bit more inset hers are uh they're 
separate prongs and not shared prongs, meaning that it's just pave down the sides and it is stunning. It's classic. I can't remember if it's a four prong or if it's a six prong. Four. It's four. Oh my God. We're so alike. Ah, I only wanted four (laughs) prongs because I didn't want to take away from the ring. Essentially, they say with a round, you're supposed to have six prongs for safety. I will say this. Check your rings, friends. Get them insured because a few months before my wedding, the diamond was like damn near spinning inside of its setting. And I could have lost that sucker at any moment. And it's very, very, very important for you to insure your rings because I had one stone fall out of it before the wedding because I was not careful with it. And they fixed it right away. There was no like, you know, mumbo and jumbo in between because if you lost that sucker, obviously emotionally that would suck. But then to not be able to replace it would suck even worse. Yes. Because it's just like, you know, it's, it's just diamonds are expensive. And I like how classic your ring is because you could literally pair that with anything. Like a lot of people say, you know, you want the rock to be the showstopper, the thing that you keep forever. And I have done like a stack with my wedding bands because I have a family ring that I wear. I have a ring that I had since I was eight years old when I was a crazy person and used to pretend like I was married. I I love that so much. Yeah. And then I have like a very simple eternity band with little diamonds that go all the way around. Like it's still very classic, but I think that you can play with it in terms of like the stuff that you add to with anniversary bands and all that. So I am a very huge fan of, um, Holly's ring I'm thinking that it's if you think the Tiffany setting where it's classic and it's got the prongs that sit high up it does it's not really a low set ring like it's just literally if you put a modern spin on the classic Tiffany knife edge setting that would be it and I correct me if I'm wrong it seems like that was harder to find than a lot of the like frilly ones that are there today yeah actually you're you're right because some of the things like some of the settings even, and I mean, I looked at a lot of things and some of the settings were so busy Mm -hmm. and it would like take away from the actual, um, you know, diamond itself. And then some, and some of this, some of them, I was like, how do you keep this clean? You know what I'm saying? Like how does this look like it's going to be an easy situation? So honestly, by the time we pared it down to what this is and the simplicity of it, I hadn't seen many like this and it was almost like we had to craft it to be that way. Same. It's just, I mean, that's what I love though. Cause it just gives it a certain maturity and class. And just this says I am getting married because let's face it. The minute we get engaged, we start talking with that left hand. And every time we <laughs> hold our coffee, it's with that left hand. And every time we like do anything in a picture, it's with that damn left hand. I don't know about you, but I didn't do like my hand on my hip for a picture with the right hand anymore. It was the left oh, hand. Oh, yeah. Well, and my thing is, so I obviously, you know, I do um, a radio show and on we do a lot of stuff on social media. Yep. And I don't know if I never noticed it before. It's probably just now because I have the ring. But like the amount of times I put my hand in Mm -hmm. my selfie shot where I'm talking to the camera, I'm like, I'm just being gratuitous. Like, this is ridiculous. You You can't help it. it. Yep. Nope. I did that thing. Like my nails got done all the time. Ring had to be in the picture. I mean, it was not about the nails. Like I would put my hand on my necklace and a selfie for no damn reason. Other than I wanted to show that sucker <laughs> up. I don't care. I know, like everyone is seeing through this and I'm like making all these, like in the videos I do for the show, I'm gesticulating with my left hand and I'm making all these, you know, motions. And I'm like, this is obnoxious, but I can't stop doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing too, is like, I 
from the person that used to be the naysayer before and the person that's on the other side of it now that I still do that whenever I'll look down at my ring and go like, damn, because it's such a monumental thing in your life, no matter what space of life you're in, no matter how many kids you have, no matter how many times you've been married, when you get to a space where you think, I have found my person and you know it. And especially if you've been through some bumps in the road to get there, enjoy mm-hmm. that. Enjoy it. It's fucking beautiful. And anybody says something different, just go away. Go away. I'm going to pray for you. I don't you. need that negativity. Bless yourself at all. Like, I don't need any of that shit. I mean, nah. I just think that I can hear the happiness in your laughter. I can hear it. In even a different way from when I first met you. I have goosebumps right now because I'm such a cheeseoid. Like, I think that people finding each other is such a piece of inspiration. And that's the biggest part other than me being a diamond nerd about Show Me the Ring. So yeah. tell me a little bit about how the proposal went down. The, 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 big, the one that you said yes to versus, I actually really like your little mini proposal too. So I kind of want to hear about that one as well. But tell me about it. Okay, so... We've been together for many years, um, so like five years plus. And so we um, had talked about, you know, the possibility that we'd get married. And then we were, by the, you know, we were pretty sure this was going to happen. And I, like, I was not in a hurry because, like I said, I'd been married before. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd been married before. And so we were just really secure in the fact that, and we went through, uh, obviously, some rocky shit as well. Yeah. And we kind of made it out to another place of being, like, pretty calm in our relationship. And we were like, this feels really good. Like, let's just ride this out. Um, and unfortunately, the story has to have, like, a um, a bad, like, an unfortunate dip in it. But this all, it all uh, ties together. So, I, you saw the uh, post on social media in like probably late July, early August, but right before we saw each other in August. Mm-hmm. I announced in July on social media. So, you know, you're right on with that. The proposal actually happened in February. What? And let me tell you why. <laughs> wow, girl, you have more freaking strength than I do. Woo! I know. I am. I, listen to me when I tell you I am probably the most patient person you know. I so, get it. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what happened was, um, and this is the, you know, sad slash unfortunate part of the story, but it it all, like I said, ties together. So over the last uh, probably about two or three years, my mom had been very ill. Um, So she had a lot of, um, I mean, like five years ago, she discovered a brain tumor, had to have surgery. She, I I thought she was like just non-coherent after that. Uh, and she would be, but over the course of a year after that surgery, she sort of like made it back to normal times and she was different. She was not the same mom, but she still had some spark left. Right. And she was still fairly coherent. That's fine. So that lasted for a couple of years and she lived with me. Um, and so, you know, we took care of her, but it wasn't like too tedious or anything. And then I want to say it was about, uh, maybe mid 2021. Like we made it through the pan- the hard part of the pandemic mid 2021, she started really going downhill rather quickly. And um, I didn't know what it was, although I felt strongly that it was some type of dementia. Yeah. Um, not Alzheimer's probably, but just some type of dementia where the, you go down that path. And if anyone, you know, if you've ever had someone in your life with dementia, it is incredibly difficult. I can't even imagine. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it was, it was a time. So from mid 2021, all the way through 2022, 
um, she was just on this downhill slope. And then it, like they found another brain tumor. They had to do another surgery. Then that incision got infected and they had to go back in. And by the time she had all of those surgeries, she was just, I just liked to, I liked to say she was not well, but she was an absolute mess. I felt terrible for her. It was difficult for me. Um, it took months of unpacking. I would, I felt bad because we have a podcast too, Miguel and I do. And like half the time I would use a podcast as like a mini therapy session just to talk about what was going on aside yeah, from my actually. regular therapy yeah. session that I would be paying a therapist for. Uh-huh. Um, so then uh, we moved her into um, like a nursing home at first, and then we had to move her to a memory care unit. And it was so, it took such a heavy toll. And, you know, my person was right by me the whole time. I, I give him so much credit. Obviously, this is not his parents, but he's living at the house too. And he's doing just as much work and mental load as I am to try to care for her. And then when she moved into the nursing home, you know, such a help with my daughter, because I'm having to go to the nursing home multiple times a week and just, it's a, a special kind of hell. Yeah. So by the time the holidays, uh, this, this past year, you know, December, uh, 2022 rolled around, she was really not, not doing well at all. I mean, there it's, it was hellacious. And I guess, so I didn't realize I was doing this. I guess, I mean, I was in such deep trauma waiting through it. Oh yeah. And what I would constantly repeat to my partner was, please don't leave. And I think I would say that because ultimately I knew my mom was probably going to be passing, you know, mm. and he gave zero indication that he wanted to leave. As a matter of fact, he was like, so in it, it was probably absurd that I should even be saying this, but I think it was just, you know, this fear of losing everything all at once. And so, um, I guess I had been mentioning that every, every now and then in the midst of the trauma and, um, you know, ultimately, we made it through the holidays. Um, it was just awful, awful, awful. And finally, she did end up passing on February 1st. So that was a lot, obviously, to get through. And it was one of those situations where I was like, when I, you know, told friends and family and I made the announcement and everything and everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm so, obviously, what you say when someone dies is I'm so sorry for your loss. Right. But it and it's hard to explain this again, unless you've been in this exact situation. I was less sad that she passed and more relieved right. for all of us, right. for all of us. Yes. No one deserves to be living. That's not a life. That's purgatory. When your mind is yes. not your own anymore. Yes. It's purgatory. Oh just, my goodness. It's so hard. Um, so I was just glad that she was finally at peace, you know, after years of not truly being herself and then absolutely not being herself for you know the last year plus it was it was just a finally like a, a going home for her I believe right. um so that was sort of like a release for me um and it was like this whole like it was like I could finally breathe and I had been grieving that whole time of course but there's still you know you know when you actually have to start planning a funeral and all this it's like a different kind of process well here comes the fun, happy part of the story, because I'm taking <laughs> you down a dark story. I've taken you down a dark place. No, we keep it real so, on Really Riley Holly. Go ahead. Uh, which is why I knew I was in a very welcome place to share this story. Absolutely. So thank you. Um, so two, like two weeks after that, right around Valentine's Day, um, we are at my now fiance's parents' house for um, like a weekend 
they invite, had invited us over, like, I think it was because it was Super Bowl weekend, actually. Um, so we're over at his parents' house. They have a beautiful home. And my daughter is there. His daughter is a year younger than mine. So that she's there. And for some reason, it started in the holidays. They like to do little performances, like at oh. Christmas. They put on a little Christmas show at Thanksgiving. They had put on a show. Yeah. It's fun unless it goes too long. And then it's like, um, maybe we wrap this up. Anyway, (laughs) uh, So, you know, so they had decided for Valentine's Day, they're going to put on a little performance with love songs. And they just like do sing and dance and put a little performance on. And I was like, okay. I was like, frankly, I was not really feeling it at this time. But I was like, you know, that's fine. It, It gives them something to do. And so that morning, we're all getting ready to head over to his parents' house. And my person is like, why don't you wear something red or pink? We're all going to wear red and pink. And I was like, okay. (laughs) I put on this shirt that says, you had me at pierogies. Because (laughs) I love pierogies. And I I thought it was a cute shirt. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. There's a big Polish scene. I was like, that's a cute. I bought it like a couple years ago. And it's red. And so I'm like, I'll wear this. I had like that and my leggings and my, you know, I was like, it's fine. He's like, do you want to wear something? Like, cause we're all, I have a button down on. I was like, how dare you? I want to wear this shirt. I'm comfortable in it. And he's like, great. Got it. Got it. Okay. So we go to his parents' house. The girls are doing their little performance and um, singing their love songs and everything. And so then, um, we're clapping. We're in the little audience for them performing. And then um, my person stands up and he goes to be with the girls on the quote unquote stage. And he's like, we have something special for mom. And I was like, oh boy, I was, I was like, what, what is, what is this? So it, he's like, come on up here. And so he's fidgety. And I'm like, what are they, are they doing? Is this like a Valentine's Day present? Is this, oh. what is this? And so he gets a box. But this is not like a ring box because at that time I was like, oh my God, is this a proposal? But he gets this box. It's not a ring box. It's, it's like, um, like the size of both, like both hands, like, uh, maybe like a little bit bigger than a softball. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And so he's like, we just love you so much. And we love our family. And we know that we've been, he's starting on this whole speech. And I'm thinking again, why does this feel weirdly like a proposal, but he's got a softball in there. Like what's going on. So, um, I started feeling like really what is happening as he's starting to ramble this. He's just, (laughs) it was so sweet. And he opens the box and he takes out a crystal ball. (gasps) It's rose quartz because again, I'm into crystals. I'm into all this stuff. It's this beautiful, like, probably it weighs like a pound like it's a rose quartz crystal ball and he's like I just think you know since you're so into crystals and I've done all the research and I know that rose quartz symbolizes love and love for yourself and love for family and you bring this whole family together and at that point he gets on his knee and he's like I just love you so much Obviously, this isn't the ring, but it's symbolic for our love. Will you marry me? Oh, my God, Holly. I'm such a turd. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a turd. That's so fucking beautiful. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. No, it was, it was, I was 
Riley, when I tell you, I was so shocked that I oh looked this God. man in his eye sockets and I went, are you serious? And he's like, yes, he's crying. He's a crier. Oh. He's crying. I'm like, are you for real? And he's like, yes. I asked like five times. I asked in, in excessive amount of times if he was being serious. And then, of course, I was like, yes, 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 yes. And I was just so bl- like blown over, oh. totally just outside of myself, like over the moon. Couldn't believe this. And, of course, he's like, I want to pick out the ring together. So that's why this is a placeholder that we can display in our living room. Wow, girl, you just took me on the most like beautiful like journey that just like speaks to my soul i'm such a damn nerd that i'm like tearing up this just because wow like i yeah i was tearing up as i was going through a whole the whole thing and i'm like hold it together because we don't need to just oh, be crying God. during the story but it's and so um it was so it was so thoughtful like i'm now i'm tearing up about the damn story and it was sorry. so thoughtful <laughs> and so beautiful and so um unique to our love and to me yeah. and so he really put thought into it. And so, um, you know, after that, like, as you know, when you get engaged, the first thing you want to do is literally like start making calls and start telling people and show the world. First of all, I didn't have a ring to show the world, which was fine because I was like, I love that you want to, that we're going to do this together. I love that. But then second of all, as I previously mentioned, my mother had just died two weeks ago. And I was like, as we were going to bed that night, I started to get flooded with like almost like guilt Mm. and like a little bit of like weird, like happiness and grief mixed together. It was a really weird thing. And I was, and I didn't want him to think he did something wrong. Like he's very sensitive. So I didn't want him to think like, like, Hey, maybe we should have waited a little bit past like my mom's death, whatever. Um, But he, I was like, I can't, I can't share this because yeah. Like one week ago, I just posted on all of my socials, like this is how stupid the world works now, no, but like, I was not. like, one week ago, I just posted on all my socials, my mom's obituary. I cannot come on now and be like, by the way, I'm engaged. Like I, well, it's like, here's, even though it, here's the important it made sense thing. for us, I couldn't do it yes. for, for people. Here, exactly. Like, here's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand about radio personalities if they're good at what they do and care about the impact that they have on their audience. It's like you have to be cognizant of the fact that, yes, people would be happy. There'd be the people that would say, like, oh, my God, how beautiful is this? Because it is. But then there's also the people, because you have both spectrums, that might have just lost someone and resonated so much with you and connected and felt less alone with you. But then you're mm-hmm. entering this space of joy that, of course, they would, you know, inwardly want to celebrate without you. But I th- almost think for some people, it could have been even more of like a knife of their loss. Like, I don't have this beacon to give right. hope right now. I'm still stuck in this grief space. And let's face it, like, we live our lives on the air, but in such a sense of like being aware of everything that we could affect by what we do and don't say or do and don't share while some people might roll their eyes to that shit and say, ugh, you know, whatever. But I think it was one of the most responsible things, which I can't think of another synonym for that right now, or just caring things that you could do for that audience that cares about you and you care about them. I 100% get it. Yeah, thank you. I mean, thank you. You, 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 obviously, I, you know, yes, you get it fully. And I also didn't, you know, want to want anyone 
to have any opportunity to get into that joyful moment and be like, like shame on you mm-hmm. for not get, showing your mom the proper amount of grieving time, which obviously nobody knows the whole story when you're just looking at like listening to a radio show or looking at social media right. that, and if they weren't like, uh, like, you know, um, we call them P1 listeners. Like yeah, if you're not core super people. intense, yeah. uh, if you're not a core person and you haven't been hanging on every podcast, you don't know that I've been grieving for like years now. Mm-hmm. And when we, when, you know, my fiance and I talked about why he chose to do it then, he's like, he's like, I had been preparing for this for months because I wanted to show you that you're not alone and you're never oh. going to be alone oh with gosh. all of that stuff that was going on with your mom. He's like, I can't help when she passed, obviously nobody knew that she was going to pass right then. Like it could have been months longer. We don't know. He's like, I had planned it for that day specifically and around Valentine's day with the girls putting on their show. And I wanted it to be, to show you too, that like, I'm not going anywhere. Cause again, I, I had been apparently yeah. mentioning like, don't leave me, but um, not that I thought he would, but he was like, I wanted now, like we've been talking about getting engaged. I want to show you instead of just, tell you and I was like I get it I get it and I that's fine and it was fine that he did it and it was so close together beautiful like fuck it was everybody else I like okay (laughs) I'm in this this like villain era I guess and I think that just because I you're a friend of mine and that story is just so fucking beautiful I think with people they also don't understand even though the proposal is very mainly about the woman you know the ring or whatever it's also about him these are yes, also it is. like that's their choice of what they want. That's yes. like the, one of the one of the biggest um, pieces of control that men have when it when it comes to the whole process of marriage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, I think I mean, I'm just one person, but I think that you did everything amazingly right and unselfishly. So by the way, like, you know, because I understand what that is to like want to share it with the world. I mean, should I had that post up probably about three minutes later, but <laughs> It's like, especially with the journey that you two had, because I mean, my husband, people have heard this at nauseum on my podcast, and we had that very rocky road of like miscarriage and life changing surgery and all these things that like rocked Mm -hmm. that whole moment and nothing at all in comparison to what you guys went through. But the one thing I think about that is like, y'all know that that is your person like forever, ever, because- yeah, the ups, the downs, the ugly, the hard. Like when you tell me that he's there with you in the thick of all of this darkness, like really having a hand in it, not just like supporting you on the side, giving you a hug, babe, I'm here. Like, no, really, like with your daughter, with your mother, with your brain space and listening to you and not getting offended and saying, I'm not going to leave you. No, he's like, all right, I am going to show you my love that this is it. And you have nothing to worry about. If that's not the basis of a good marriage I don't know what is you know yes I mean that's how that's how I feel in my heart yeah I couldn't have said it better it's so true I mean you have to really want to be with someone to like go a couple times a week to visit uh an elderly woman in a memory care unit who may be combative may be happy may turn on a dime to one or the other and be verbally abusive and it's yeah he walked through all of it with me, not just like you said, not just supportive, but also doing it too. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's a, it's a really, sometimes I don't even think about it, but it's a fucking lie. Oh, you got a good <laughs> egg there, you know, and so does he though. Side note. So does he. Yes. 
Um, yes, I have been. He's been through his whole like girl. You don't even half of it. He's been through his whole own journey, yeah. and I was right there by his side too. Because it's like we're all hands in. Like absolutely, you're going through some stuff. Like what I, I'm going to find areas where I can lighten the load and actually help you. Exactly. So it's, yep. it's a very supportive environment. I think there's a reason why the like the symbolism of the ring goes on the hand. I'm going to have to look this one up because I'm bullshitting right now but I mean I remember back in like centuries ago sometimes it was an engagement necklace or an engagement goat for goodness sakes if you were paying the dowry but then somewhere along the line it became putting a ring on the finger and I think there's something to that of like walking hand in hand with your person through life it's Uh, so much more than just the wedding because literally Holly I have like a huge poster size photo of my favorite moment of our wedding my favorite picture that I stare at when I get irritated with his ass because Mm. it's why not I mean are you not married like are you married if you don't get on each other's nerves but I think that like those moments are such a beautiful story and a pivotal thing that you think about in years to come when things get harder again so the fact that you were cognizant of being good to yourself, good to your listeners, good to him and the way that you shared it. I just, I don't know. I'm feeling all the good karma, the good vibes. And you had me at the Rose Quartz. Like I am so excited for you guys to walk down the aisle and solidify this forever, ever, because I feel like it's already solidified, but you know. Yeah. You got to have, you you know, the wedding itself. Like that's the truth. It's going to be just fun. And obviously like all weddings are different and everything. And, um, we we think we want something maybe a little bit more low-key because yeah. we both had big those big like I had a big ass Italian wedding the first time around and it was a gorgeous mm-hmm. but it was one of the most stressful times I mean not now yes. I, okay I've been no. through more stressful times it, but right but it's people, the planning oh was hellacious weddings Woo. turn out they, they bring out the ugliest of ugly in people it's so crazy because I talked to a couple of other people that I've done show me the rings with and I love that we feel connected or whatever and you know because they went with me through my wedding and people get shitty like so yeah. bad and it's just it'll take away from things like do I regret one thing of my wedding that we spent the money on or stress over no except for the assholes involved with it so it's like I hadn't I had to do the big walk down the aisle I used to say like oh I'm gonna renew my vows at like five ten years. fuck that nope never again nope. <laughs> we'll go to Puerto Rico and have sex under the Puerto Rican sun and call it a day like absolutely, absolutely not. sign me up for that yeah. sign me up for Puerto Rican sex under the sun. Yes. Girl, it's magical. I'll just let you know. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I'm the queen of oversharing, but I am just, so do we have any tentative plans wedding wise? Are we just riding this engagement wave for a little bit? I am just riding the wave. I'll be honest this Mm -hmm. year, like this year feels like it has been the longest year. It's been the most insane year we have had. Of course, like we got engaged, but of course there was my mother's death, which that was a whole big thing. Um, we had to have the funeral in Ohio because that's where I'm from originally. And then, um, we had some, some court stuff that we had to go through and that's never easy. Oh, and then, the um, not last year. Oh yes, Not this year, but the last year, my, uh, old dog had to be put down this year. I don't know. We decided to get absolutely nuts and got a new puppy last week. So we're just, <laughs> we're just piling. Oh, there was like a hole in my roof and like oh. rain was pouring in one night. Like I, we've had such crazy things i'm like let's just get through this year let's get through this year and be enjoy being engaged and of course add the puppy because why not this is the year of crazy Mm -hmm. um and then next year we can start looking at making the plans so and it also just goes so damn fast that it's just like i always think with people 
especially brides, because I was one, like I said, everyone, I'm going to be an asshole about this. And here's the thing. I'm going to make it as nice as possible for the people involved. And if you don't like it, you're not paying for it. And it's not your day. So sit down. And that sounds bad. But I think had I not done that, I probably would not have enjoyed the moment as much as I did because it literally is like a moment. And I think that because you guys have had such a journey of slingshots of emotion is what I'm thinking about when I think about your whole story. Mm -hmm. Nobody else gets to take that from you at all. So if you want to go get married to Pizza Hut, damn it, do it. No, like. <laughs> yes, exactly. It'll be it'll be like a small, more intimate thing where there doesn't have to be like God. The, the first wedding I had, like I said, it was so beautiful, and I loved every second of everything that it was. That wedding was gorgeous, but I don't want to spend the mental capacity and the physical energy on planning another one of those. No, it's just so. I just can't. I sound like such a traitor because like I always like talk about my wedding as being like the greatest thing ever, but like the months leading up. Uh, like I was yeah, it's a lot. and I've had brides like come to me and say like Riley I, I know that you're about like love and like you know speaking about your blessings and what you think about you bring about but I'm just so fucking stressed out and I feel like a brat for it I was like no 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 that time because there's so much money and so much like pressure and build up invested in it it's beautiful if you can let go of the day up but the months ahead of yeah. it just no I mean, no, I would rather like shovel duty in a prison yard than go through that again. Like, uh, uh, well, that's a little dramatic, but I am. But still, but you know, so that's why I'm like, I'm not trying to get, I'm not, I'm, I've done that once. I have beautiful pictures, you know, Mm -hmm. and my daughter is obviously from that union and I really don't like, you know, that, that is what it is, but I don't need that again because I did it once and I can do something a little more low-key, still beautiful, but just a little bit less stressful for me. Absolutely. Well, Holly, like I just, I am so grateful that you came on this podcast because you just gave such a really, really beautiful journey of, of love, like real love. Like, and I don't mean that like, just because someone else didn't have tragedy involving all of their things that it's not real love, but no, I, no, you, you still, but absolutely. I, I just happen to ha- have had some firsthand experience with going through some hellacious shit is going to show you whether or not that person is meant to be with you. Like you, you know, if you can make it through some really tough and trying terrible times together Mm -hmm. and lean on each other. I mean, to me, I was like, well, obviously I have found my person. Yes, you have. Yes. I I mean, I'm still stuck in the rose quartz. Like that was my sign. No, I'm joking. I know. I know. I'll I'll send you a picture of it. I'll send you a picture of it. Oh my gosh. Well, I want you guys to be able to hum, follow and listen to Holly. So give me the socials of your show and your personal page. Okay. So the show is Miguel and Holly and it's just written out Miguel and Holly on Instagram um, you know, Twitter slash X for however long it's all not be charging us all the things, Facebook. Um, so you can find it there. And we have our podcast is um, Miguel and Holly Uncensored, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And um, my personal stuff is Radio Holly. That's R A D I O H O L L Y. And that's Radio Holly everywhere. You guys, she, you, Holly, you've been the easiest damn interview of my life. Because you can tell you're a consummate professional with the radio business and you're also a friend. I literally just could not be more over the moon for you. And don't worry, guys. I'm going to post pictures on Really Rally Podcast on Instagram of the ring because I know you want to see the stunna. And I just literally thank you, thank you, thank you. You know me and my three thank yous. I am so proud that you came on this podcast. And I just like literally I am over the damn moon. So 
Yay. That means a lot. And thank you so much for, for the invite. It, it means a lot too. So thank you so much for helping share the joy. Fuck yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening to Really Riley. I love you longest and I will talk to you next week. It's Really Riley. <laughs>